0: How's it going? Elena,
1: I swear to fucking God, if there's anything you should learn from me today in this, the sanctity of our podcast, it is this. Mm-hmm. Do not let Microsoft update. <laughs> That's Let me try that again. Do not let Microsoft update.
0: <laughs> yes, I
1: thought we knew this. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my Jesus fucking Christ. I feel Jeez. like an idiot. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, Well, you didn't do it on purpose. It just did it on its own.
1: No, it it really fucking did. It said, actually, um, go fuck yourself. And also, how about a dead computer? I spent six hours fixing those mistakes. I had to wipe my entire computer. (laughs) Fun.
0: Fun,
1: You are looking at me with a clean slate.
0: <laughs> but you did backup stuff.
1: I did backup stuff. Yeah. Okay. I did backup stuff. It is all safe and sound. All of the important files and
0: documents, i.e. <laughs> our recordings. The worst the worst is when you can't save anything.
1: Oh and you yeah. have to
0: delete everything.
1: <laughs> I went to, to greater experts, mm. i.e. my brother. <laughs> yes. And was like, dearest twin, please save me from this the blue screen of death and he was like bet and here we are here we are (laughs) (laughs) how are you any other kiss (laughs) (laughs) i'm having a stroke (laughs) as you can tell in order to apologize to my computer profusely i had to uh, drink more coffee than was reasonable for the human body.
0: You need to stop. I can't
1: stop. I won't stop.
0: (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I don't even know what happened. uh, That's fair. Few days, but I am good. Uh, I had sushi yesterday. Yeah, I
1: saw that, and not only that, but you're getting ready for big trip. Yes, I'm going home. I'm going home after two years. I know, that's insane. Even though Georgia's a red zone now. Hey, listen, you've got the jab. You've I got do. the stick and poke. Yes. You're safe
0: and sound. Do you know my mom had COVID? No! She was gonna get her second uh, dose the day that I no. got mine. But uh, yeah, on that day. She started feeling sick and got a test. Mama,
1: no! (laughs) Yeah. That's terrifying. We are no longer an art podcast. We are now a COVID update podcast. Yes.
0: She is fine. She had mild symptoms uh, of cold and tiredness. Sure. But I think she it's already been long enough.
1: Well, did she go and get her second dose?
0: Not yet. Okay. You can't get it for like thirty days or something.
1: Wow, I'm Stephanie,
0: and I'm Elena. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is bet you wish this was an art podcast instead of a COVID update up podcast.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, and tech update as well.
1: Elena, I'm so excited for this easy breezy episode that we have built for ourselves. Yeah, in it order a, to yeah, it was a fun one. <laughs> It was more fun than I was expecting it to be. How about that? That's how would I legally admit to that because it was more fun than I expected it to be?
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a slow-going movie. <laughs> it had its moments. I did still play on my phone while I was watching it. But fair enough. That's how it usually goes with me watching movies. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm with someone. <laughs> Did Fer not want to watch this one? No. <laughs> he did not feel up for it. And that's Did you fair. not tell
1: him it was a Tim Burton vehicle? I did.
0: <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay, then bye. <laughs> yeah. At least he's honest. Yeah, he just didn't feel like it. It wasn't like he had anything against it.
1: <laughs> Elena, what movie are we talking about then?
0: Big Eyes.
1: Big guys. I can't even remember the Lana
0: Del Rey song. <laughs> no. Nope. I didn't listen to credits. Who does Man. that? I don't.
1: No, no, no. You I were watching think... it by yourself. You were living in your own world, your own yes. fantasy, your own yes. existence. Indeed. It wasn't a bad movie, especially since you and I love like fraudsters and you and I love, uh, shitty people getting their just desserts and you and I love watching, uh, Strong, albeit a little flighty, uh, female protagonists taking back autonomy of themselves yeah. and their art. And we love to celebrate victories, especially of still living artists. It's yeah, it was surprisingly up our
0: alley, <laughs> and it was right up our alley. It's it's also one of the middle road movies. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't great, it's- but it wasn't terrible. It was long. It was long. It was long. It was it was long. Way too long.
1: Like taking the toll-free path. It's a little long.
0: <laughs> yeah. But we got
1: here in the end, and I would say it's a movie I theoretically would recommend to people. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically.
0: <laughs> theoretically. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So Big Eyes was released in twenty fourteen. And, as we said, it's directed by Tim Burton. And it's written by Scott Alexander and Larry Karas- Karazewski, Larry Karazewski, And it's starring Amy Adams and Christoph Waltz. It was a great Amy Adams film.
1: Yeah. She's th- very good in this movie. Well,
0: I think she's done better.
1: Well, yeah, 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 yeah. nocturnal animals, for example. <laughs> but, like, you know comparatively yeah
0: yeah she was very good at it christoph waltz was also very good i think the acting acting was top-notch honestly there Um. are
1: some parts i think i think christoph's acting is very good for a lot of it but there are some scenes where amy just looks like she's a deer in the headlights and i guess that makes sense but like there's some there's some scenes where it's laid on no, and then there are also some scenes where he's just over the top for dramatic effect. And I understand, again, it's a Tim
0: Burton film. But, like, come on. I mean, there was a scene straight out of a horror movie as it was presented <laughs> to us. Just because of the music. And, of course, it's a very tense situation that's that the scene is showing. But it's like the music made it seem like it was a murder movie. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I did have to quickly Google
1: once again uh fire at the Keen residence or murder? Question mark, question, question mark, question mark. mark.
0: I had to skip through it because I was like, is she gonna get murdered? Oh, is the only scene I had
1: the only scene I had to skip through is when the, the other daughter arrived. Oh. Oh my god, the secondhand
0: embarrassment I uh, felt. Ugh. That's a fucking stab in the gut. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Anyways, Amy Adams won a Golden Globe uh, for Best Actress for this film mm-hmm. in obviously motion picture comedy or musical, and then was also nominated for a Golden Globe Award. And BAFTA. Lana Del Rey. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> yes, was not. She got, she
0: got the Golden Globe. She got the Globe, but fair. she was
1: nominated for a BAFTA Award for Best yes. Actress in Leading Role.
0: Mm-hmm. Too
1: many awards. It's <laughs> Lana who got a um, a Golden Globe nomination um, and waltz. Yes, that's yes. true. I didn't know it was Lana Del Rey. I should have guessed. It's a movie about California. I should have guessed it was yeah. Lana Del Rey singing. Yeah, <laughs> that's on me. <laughs>
0: I only it, found it out did. when I was researching afterwards, so...
1: Honestly! are fine. Honestly! <laughs> it did do extremely well, all things considered. It has a total gross of $29.3 million worldwide. And on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. it's only 72%. Yeah. it's Pretty good. Well, it's, just, it's just pretty uh,
0: above the middle road, which is good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, middle-of-the-road film. Yeah. But goodness. certainly better than uh, the Keens did. Against their critics, got em. <laughs> <Eight>. <laughs> <laughs> it it this movie really truly comes to show you how you can't separate the art from the artist,
0: yeah, literally in
1: in in a really depressing way and also in a really interesting way.
0: it is based on a true story,
1: also insane
0: it's it's crazy how accurate it is, because a lot of these, like, biographical movies usually get things wrong or uh, over-exaggerate on some things, and while this movie did have, like, over-exaggeration and dramatization of things, and uh, some sm- minor mistakes, it was, all in all, a very good rep- representation of Margaret Kane's life. She herself uh, said that it was kind of therapeutic for her to watch it. Um, it was like, uh, finally, uh, or well, not finally. Um, it, it was like facing the trauma that you have been through for all your life and well by seeing it, you can leave it behind. It's a very tragic story for for all intents and purposes. We start off with Margaret leaving her husband with her daughter. Uh they run off and uh start living on by themselves and then she meets Walter Keane who kind of puts on the charm and they start going out <laughs> and eventually get married and they're both painters question mark or as <laughs> we seem to think in the beginning his
1: accent his everything i I understand like margaret finding it very charming and funny for walter to kind of be like oh -oh -oh, my little scenes, huh but like i don't know if you noticed it and i don't know if it was intentional i don't know if it was like supposed to be the the main character flaw but like Walter's accent throughout the whole movie fluctuates with zero regard for what's going on.
0: Well, he is kind of uh what do you call that? Perpetual liar?
1: Yes. That's and and for word. the first yes, well, it's not a word, it is two words, it which is two are words. it baffles me because he drops it when they're at the restaurant. Question mark. He drops it pretty early on. And I thought that when he dropped it, he was just going to be done with it. And then it kept coming back. And at first I was like, okay, well, maybe he's just doing it around other people. And then he continued to do it to Margaret. And I was like, sir, <laughs> this is unnecessary. Thank you. <laughs> and also like, how long was he in Paris?
0: Was he ever in uh, Paris? It's it's wonderful. I think it show, goes to show how caught up he was in the image that he made. Maybe that's what they were trying to show with it. I honestly did not even notice an accent. but No? I, um, uh. <laughs> I guess not very observant.
1: <laughs> no, no. There's so many other things to focus on. I think, though, what's really interesting is how well this movie presents... From a very early on,
0: the lies of Walter Keene. Well, you and don't they... know he's lying in the beginning if you don't know what the movie is really <gasps> sure. based on. You sure, sure, sure. You can see he's, like, a bit c- either conniving or pretentious, uh, which sometimes it's both with people. But he's a male <laughs> artist, so it yeah. comes with the territory. I think Margaret would not have gotten where she is now without him because uh, he was a yeah. very good marketer
1: well and maybe we need we maybe we need a walter keen
0: <laughs> no one's but taking th- credit for my work <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i think the story of margaret and walter are definitely the story of like would she have had the same drive to promote and sell her work To the level that Walter did. No. No. But at the same time, Walter wanted to be big, famous, important. I thought the film was extremely telling when uh, the first quote, uh, or like the first quote of the film was from Andy Warhol. (laughs) Yeah. The minute I saw that, I was like, okay, so mass production and uh, a shoddy judge-a-character. I think I think it's a fine quote too. Um It's the the Andy Warhol quote. I think what Keen has done is just terrific. It has to be good. If it were bad, so many people wouldn't like
0: it. Fuck you, Warhol. Well, he's got a point. With no, he doesn't. <laughs> when he's talking about like quiche, uh, uh, kitsch, kitsch art, I mean, yeah, he doesn't know the real story. It's not like he knew Andy knew that. Walter was lying and it wasn't his work. This is before everything was exposed. So he just thinks he's painting it. And it is uh, Kitsch. And yeah, he's just saying that Kitsch art is, since people like it, it has to be good to some degree. Right.
1: Well, Warhol will defend that about his own art, too. And also, like, it's that mass production of it, uh, which I thought was also very uh, reminiscent of the, the factory which is not what I was expecting, but I should have. The I factory. thought that because we were in a California, uh, like Warhol's factory. Ah, uh, yes. I thought that because we were in California, we'd be safe from the from the New York man.
0: Well, it's the art world <laughs> of the mid twentieth century. It kind of yeah, you can't escape him. <laughs> we can't escape
1: him <laughs> one of these days we're going to do like a two part episode on andy warhol <laughs> mm. we'll have to it. sink our teeth in we'll have to sink our teeth in and we'll have to fight our demons <laughs> um i thought the use of narrator for this film was interesting um, yeah that was they- that
0: threw me off every Did time it? it was narrated yes because now it, it just it just made it look like a very typical Tim Burton story oh, Fair was not real <laughs> but when you know it's based on real things I think it should have it could have gone without it
1: uh, I think the only reason why I wouldn't believe this was a real story is if it was Johnny Depp and uh Helena Bowman Carter as a uh, and Alec and Alan Rickman of course the late course. Alan Rickman of in in this film I would have been like well I wish it was a true story but these three are here. Yeah. <laughs> no, mm. I thought I thought using the narrator to like kind of set the premise also was effective if only because of the fact that like timeline wise it helps I just wish it was a more important character in the film I guess. Like we're introduced to Dick Nolan pretty early on. Yeah, pretty early on. But like even then, you you don't know what side he's gonna play for, you don't know what his angle is, and then he's not he's ultimately not even the person that like breaks the story. Nope. So you know, it it felt a little unnecessary, but for me to help like bring me back into the story, I kind of needed him. For me it was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just doesn't make sense. He's not He's, he's not a gossip exciting. columnist, right?
1: I think so. And again, he doesn't even come up until, like, halfway through the fucking film. This movie takes forever. Especially if you know the premise is, like, he steals her work. You spend the entire 30 minutes of the setup. 45 minutes of the setup going, okay. So when's he gonna steal it? When's he gonna steal it? How's he going to steal it? What's the what's the hook here? When's he going to steal it? Oh, no, they're getting married. When's he going to steal her work? When's he... <laughs> and it's not until they're in fucking Hawaii, where he's flirting with women. Yeah. When he she just got her. married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While she's working. No, but that it was...
0: So I think it was in California, no? Hungry Eye. That's where he was flirting with the That's girls. That's where he...
1: Oh, no, think back to like when they were in Hawaii, as she's got that girl sitting in front of her, and he's got the two other women behind her,
0: like laughing and chatting. Yeah, but he wasn't stealing his her work then
1: yet. No, 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 but she was now signing her work as Keen.
0: Yeah, because they are married. Uh. <laughs> Never take your husband's name. Never it's take a- your
1: husband's name.
0: That's the Make moral him take of the yours. <laughs> you know what's oh. funny? We don't have that in our culture to take our husband's name. It's a very no. American thing.
1: No, Spaniards don't have it too. Yeah. It's why we have double last names.
0: Hmm. That's, That's also how you track weird. your
1: lineage. No, it's not. It's how you track your lineage. It's a very um elitist thing is what it is. Yeah. Because you take your your predominant name is your father's name, but your second name is your mother's name, so that you could be as many Juan Carloses as there are. But there can only be one, one, one Juan Carlos Ramirez. Yeah. There will only ever be one Stephanie Anthony Juan Rogers. Yeah, I'm just saying that's
0: true. <laughs>
1: um what really shits me is what follows next in the movie. Because obviously she come like they all come back from Hawaii and they're all in love and it's California and they're in San Francisco and they're having a great time and blah 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 blah, but when Walter is trying to sell his work at an art gallery, it really it makes me fucking laugh because to me this this entire scene feels like a plot hole and I I can get into it now or I can get into it later. But like, it feels like a plot hole. Why? Because Walter shows Ruben his little Paris scenes, and then he shows uh, him yes. Margaret's work mm-hmm. and it's says, wife. "This is my wife's yeah, work." Yeah, yeah. I also caught on that. <laughs> Why didn't and he then- say anything? <laughs> And then because it probably never happened in real life because something was glaring and obvious would be printed immediately. But like it makes entirely useless. It was entirely useless. It was just to make Walter's ego seem ten times bigger. But it 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 makes me fucking laugh because it's like, you're telling me that this now jealous art gallerist isn't going to go tell the world that instead of you, your wife painted these pieces. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's truly the glaring error of this film. And I, I get it from the sake of like chauvinism and, and trying to like cook an art gallerist, but it really it it honest to god just makes my brain melt. It makes my brain go brr when I try to understand <laughs> what the fuck happened in this scene. Because like it
0: literally he literally says, These are my wife's paintings. I think they just wanted to get Jason Schwartzman to play in the, in the movie and that was the only character that they could possibly think of for him yeah. so they were like okay I guess we'll write a story around this and then I guess we'll make you... about the rest of the movie and what I... goes on in the rest of the movie
1: I guess we're, we'll give you a whole scene where you get to describe modern art I guess that's so what your useless. your role in life is so useless what a waste of character because we could have literally just jumped straight to the jazz yeah. Club
0: anyways it was completely useless it was yeah it was only to build a bit walter's character but it didn't even do that because we already knew he was conniving and oh you can just God. show that by showing the re- scene right after it when he claims that margaret's work is actually his
1: the so fact that let's they- get it. yeah
0: yeah sorry
1: no, no, it's just it's it's frustrating is what it is. It yeah. makes me angry. This mil- this movie there are some scenes that truly boil my blood cuz I'm just sitting there and I'm like, "You son of a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> you you dirty rascal you. It it's so funny to me because at the end of the day, it's like based off of what we know, based off of the true story, based off what is revealed in the film, Walter doesn't know how to paint. <laughs> Nope. And that's what's so funny to me, is that not only does he not know how to paint, but, like, he is more than happy to take credit for other people's work. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, compulsive liars are one thing, you know? Like, uh, I understand. And, and I do appreciate that he does take the the pretend effort of getting so distraught with his decisions that he has to get into a fight with the uh, owner of the nightclub. hmm But what gets me there is that it's it's not that he's offended that the work it, there's there's two scenes right where he's like he gets into a he, know, he gets upset and he throws himself into a rage and he attacks balducci mm-hmm. okay but he doesn't attack balducci until he takes ownership of the paintings and then gets offended on their behalf that they're being hung by the bathroom
0: but his his paintings are also by the but those are well.
1: those those aren't his those aren't selling yeah <laughs>
0: those aren't you know he
1: doesn't have a uh, a literal painting printer at home for for his paris scenes he has it for the big eye waifs
0: well i think the whole, this whole like movie is structured in a way to, in the beginning, make you like Walter and kind of start trusting him. And then he, you see him in the situation where he's starting to take credit for his wife's work and you're like, Oh, it was an accident. And you start believing that, or the movie is set up in a way to make you go in that direction of thinking. And then slowly be betrayed by everything he does because you've already invested like half an hour of the movie already liking this guy and now he's betraying your trust <laughs> and now he's like deteriorating into this awful human being who uh, does not respect his wife at all and makes her work like a, like a slave and locks her up in a room to paint and does not let her uh, be in contact with anyone and or tell anyone anything about what's going on. And yeah, he just becomes this tyrant at the oh end of the god, movie. my god, it becomes
1: red flag after red flag after yeah. red flag after red flag. I don't know if the scene where her going to a Catholic priest and him saying that sometimes... Men are head of the household and she should just trust her judgment was
0: necessary. Nope, that was completely not necessary. There are but, scenes uh, in this movie that are like, why? Just why take it out, here? it'll be better. <laughs> it'll it'll make be faster. Movie faster.
1: <laughs> <sighs> but that's what we get for taking a toll-free road today. <laughs> uh, Sometimes we
0: take the long way to get to the point. But it's not necessary. <laughs> Oh doesn't make any
1: sense uh what's also not doesn't make any sense in terms of like the the pacing of this film was Deanne. I loved her. I thought her standing up for Margaret was great. this is the the cute friend
0: yeah I think she was uh, also extra but okay I
1: thought she was extra well, I thought she was extra because like at the end of the day she's highly suspicious but the way that it feels, especially from like where it comes from is she's highly suspicious. Of her friend's success, Mm. and it's like, right? Because she's like, uh, in the time that you've been in San Francisco, I've been on two dates, and now you're married, type thing. Yeah, but also, yeah, no, no, it it
0: feels like (laughs) no, it feels like it feels like jealousy. Does feel like jealousy, and it does. I mean, a man is writing this movie.
1: I understand.
0: And a man I understand. Is it. They don't understand women's their understand. Women understand.
1: Friendships. I understand. It has to all be competition. It can't there can't be any wholesome effects. Uh, and if and if the friend is an active port port, and if she is an active part, she's gonna have to get into a fight with her husband. I understand. Yeah. I understand the male plot. But like it just it didn't feel like it was necessary, no. considering that. It, it's like Dick Nolan. It's like, you would have been better off as just a narrator. But yeah, no, it's a... Uh...
0: You know what this movie could have taken, y- making use of, which is overused thing, but it still works, in my opinion? Uh-huh. A montage.
1: Whoa! Whoa, hot takes from Eleni. I think...
0: <laughs> if, 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 for example, we got a scene where she's hanging out with some of her friends in the beginning and oh. not even like one person that she knows in town just no. a few people so just so we see that she stops seeing them over time and then you get a montage of of her painting and getting calls from her friends and she's like oh I can't I'm busy and just shutting herself off from everyone and just shutting herself in this painting room studio I think it would have sped up that process and then we wouldn't need the scene with the friend fighting her husband or anything like that. And you could have also shown that Walter was encouraging this behavior and he he was telling yeah. her not to go out with friends and stuff like that. I think it would have made it faster and more <laughs> concise. We could have taken
1: half an hour of the film and made it seven minutes. Yes,
0: exactly. Because now you're like... This one friend that's not even a good friend is supposed to no. be who we we are rooting for that she gets back with?
1: I will say, fuck you, Walter, was very satisfying. That was.
0: But I was already <laughs> saying it, so it's fine.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like it when the film reaffirms my emotions. Yeah. That's fair. I like
0: when they uh, say the movie title in the movie.
1: I I do like that too.
0: <laughs> Django was uh, fun. Oh man.
1: I think <laughs> I think um I think there are two parts of the film that are important. I think one is the slow like emotional and mental toll this takes on Margaret mm-hmm. and how she actively is having a breakdown because of the guilt that she feels around all of this. Yeah. And then two is also, like, the commercial success of the pieces, um, both in gallery settings, but also, like, in a pop culture sort of way. Yeah. The magazines, the this, the that. Because as Margaret tries to take ownership of painting, um, as she tries to, like, also... (laughs) I always find it really funny when people are like, oh, do you paint? and she looks like she's about to break down crying i think she tries to do a lot to justify the the guilt that she feels the pain that she feels the like the uncomfortable nature of the situation that she's been put in and to be fair that she put in herself but yeah. like there's there's a
0: lot going on in this movie <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> and you can't really fault margaret no. for everything that happened like, she was complicit, but it was also her livelihood and the the future of her child that she was thinking about, as well as her building fear for this man that she apparently didn't know at all.
1: Well, and she only wanted the best for
0: Jane. There are things in this movie that are not shown that actually happened in a uh, real world with actual margaret uh which is that walter was very as they as they got richer and richer and as uh they sold more and more paintings and posters and etc he became very um he started cheating he yeah. had like women over uh always in his house and margaret would walk into her bedroom to see him in bed with a few women and she wasn't really uh in the position to say anything about it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that's kind of a thing we're not shown in the movie because i think the movie was trying to trying to reduce the I don't know, because they, they didn't... I think they it. were
1: trying to imply it. I think they didn't want to, like, overtly show it. Yeah. But every time he was, like, flirting with women, you could kind of go, mm. Um, the scene, the thing that upset me uh, that I uh, did not realize, mm-hmm. that I should have realized, but there's, you know, there's a dog when they... So they move out to this big house in uh, the suburbs, five, you know, big, big mansion, and they have this little dog. This little long-haired chihuahua. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then later in the film, it's not there. And I was like, well, that's dumb. Why, why did they get rid of the dog? Because Margaret loved the dog so much. In real life. In real life. Walter would, like, kick it mm-hmm. and hit it and make it, like, you know, because because of Margaret's attachment to it. So she had to get rid of it for fear of its life. Yeah. And
0: I was like, neat. Neat. Neat neat think that was kind of a nod to that in the movie that That made me very upset (laughs) yeah it's very very upsetting it's uh, they i think they put it in there to kind of show like give a wink to the people who actually knew the whole story while at the same time not showing animal cruelty
1: hey listen for that i appreciate it yeah i just it, it the 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 rapid decline of this film towards the end there really does feel like a
0: Tim Burton movie. Yeah, <laughs> it also feels like a Tim, Tim Burton movie with the fact that all these horrible actions, uh, the scenes of these horrible actions are left out because I feel like this movie was made to be family friendly in a way.
1: Sure, sure. Tim- uh, more on the PG side yeah, of their yeah. PG thirteen. Definitely tried to keep out some of the worst of the abuse. And I, you know what? I think that's fine. I think the UNICEF Hall of Education thing was a little forced, especially because by the end here, we're just like, oh, I'm over it. I'm done. Please yeah. no more. Yeah. Free me from this
0: hell. I think, um, well, this whole, the whole thing was set up it is just it's just too long if it it's was not long. so long it's you it's too would... long <laughs> <laughs> cuz i've seen movies far worse than this in the sense of like trauma and uh depictions of uh abuse etc that are done better because they're fast paced a bit a bit a bit quicker so it, the like you don't lose your focus by the end of it and you're still engaged by the end of it with this one it Listen. started so slow and then it it went up a bit and then it got really slow again and you're like okay i'm i'm very tired of what's going on now Yes. All of this trauma that's on Margaret is weighing very heavy on me. And the more things that happen, it's just like, just get this over with. Just, just be done. It's too much.
1: Oh my God. And then when they finally leave for Hawaii, you're like, thank fuck. But then then there's move, there's more movie. (laughs) But then she still (laughs)
0: has to paint for him.
1: Uh, and then they have to go to court. And then we get the whole fucking court battle. That Although should have been it, longer. That should have been longer. Uh, I, I did not need New York. Uh, I liked New York. I did not need New York. Uh, I did not need, I did not need a lot of things. No. I would have liked it if we had moved to Hawaii, had another montage scene. Yeah. And then had Margaret on the Hawaiian radio show it's the pacing is just so so the off. pacing the pacing is so bad guys we sat through this movie for you for this one <laughs> and even this episode is too long when it comes to like what actually happened in this film but it's just there are so many parts to it yeah there's yeah. so many little pieces well, this is truly a we watched it for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was middle of the road still it wasn't no no too i bad. understand
1: I understand, but this is something that you could watch at, like, two and a half speed.
0: Yeah, true. Fair. (laughs) I should have, (laughs) honestly.
1: Honestly, I should have. Everything from After New York could be played at regular speed. I think that was when the movie was the most successful. First of all, the horror movie scene of lighting matches in a room full of...
0: Paintings.
1: uh, Mineral spirits. Intense. Yeah. Intense and scary. Them fleeing to Hawaii. You get a little flashback to the beginning of the movie. Pretty
0: good. The latter half of the movie wasn't bad. It no, was no, just no, by the not- time you get there, you're just so
1: fucking over it. You're so over it. It's something that you... If you're going to watch this film in its entirety without speeding up, pause. Pause and come back to it. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> watch half, then go away, then come back and watch it as if it's a new movie that you're watching.
1: <laughs> once once she gets on the plane to go... To- no. What? What? Once she gets on the plane... No, okay. So, what do you think is a good stopping point? When she discovers that, uh, that Walter can't paint?
0: No, I think it would be right after her friend leaves. Oh, okay. So you also get a little bit of her being lonely and her child discovering things and then her discovering things. I think from that point forward... It's, it's more cohesive and, pers- like, precise. But yeah.
1: It's so much. <laughs> it's um, I do
0: like, I do like
1: the, uh, the concept of the paint-off. I think that is also very good. Yes, um, that was fun. There's, there's a scene in the film that feels fake. That feels so fake. But apparently it was one of two attempts... To make Walter paint, which was to have the judge... Uh, first, uh, the court scene is absurd. But <laughs> to have the judge be like, okay, the only way to, to prove this is to have you two paint off. Yeah. And, and so they did. Margaret sat on one end. Walter sat on the other end. And what I thought was super cute, what I didn't realize until I'd seen your notes, Elena, was that Margaret had, like, the actual Margaret Keene had a cameo in the film. <laughs> She did (laughs) I didn't realize
0: it (laughs) Yes. It's very I love her in the beginning of the movie. When they're still in New York. Yes. It's when she they're in the park and they're about to paint and Walter's not painting, he's just staring at stuff and He's staring at Margaret Keene. That's what she that's what he's staring at.
1: Well she's not Keen yet. future
0: miss the future mrs walter Keene. yes but right in that scene in the background you see her sitting on a park bench
1: i love margaret keen i love I her i think she is so cute she is um, she is i mean obviously right the whole shoulder injury thing love a compulsive liar i'm here yeah. for it can't can't paint so margaret wins yeah shocking also shocking. the fact that they're painting in oils it's so much yeah i keep thinking about that it's it's like ugh huh ugh. <laughs> anyways uh not only does she win but also like
0: she gets a reputation
1: she gets a reputation she gets the success she gets the the claim and obviously because walter never not just because walter didn't not paint mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he gave up taking ownership of the paintings. To the
0: rest of his days, he... Till 2000! Yeah. Spike keeps you alive, damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, in real life, Margaret did try to teach Walter a few times how to paint, but apparently he was completely hopeless in every way. Yeah. Uh, He could not learn how how to paint at all. And yeah, he had this delusion that it was his that it belonged to him.
1: Well, because by the time that, you know, that they're fighting for it, everything he has is is writing on this. He uh she she challenges him to a uh to a paint off at Union Square and he This is real life. Res- uh, this it's is not this in the is the real life. No, 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 no. This is the real life scene mm-hmm. where she she does Call for him to to come do the paint, and he never showed. Mm -hmm. Uh, He instead responded by saying that she was a
0: quote, boozing, sex starved psychopath. Sure, sure, Walter, go take a seat. Sure. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm just happy for for Margaret because uh, she and Walter divorce. Yes. He goes on to do nothing important and exciting with his life no he goes He's bankrupt bitter and penniless yep. she does win a 4 million dollar suit against him but does not see a penny of that no. you know
0: what i mean she did live <laughs> she 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 is living a very nice life she does have a gallery and the the keen eyes gallery in san francisco which opened in 1992 she still I paints to so this cool. day she's 93 years old yeah she's living I her think best she's life great.
1: And she did find this movie extremely touching. Yes. Uh, she was very flattered at Amy Adams' uh, depiction of her.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think, like, I think there's there's a lot of it that obviously was dra- dramatized for the sake of film and for the sake of, uh, you know, the narrative. Yeah. But, I, but the fact that so much of it is genuine and so much of it is at least partially true yeah close enough i think what is it the worst one in the film was that he never tried to paint the big eyes i guess we could have had like a scene of that where he's trying and sitting and margaret's shaking her head like we uh, another montage
0: yeah <laughs> Get all of the montages. Make this the entire movie, movie into a montage. <laughs> this entire movie could have been saved by montages. Yes, <laughs> but it's overused. But it's fun. She's she's
1: living her best life in Napa and uh, creating work, and uh, is a great success story in terms of overcoming people who say that you can't. You know, make it for yourself. Yeah. She just needed a little, a little help finding her confidence and a little help, uh, taking back her story. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm glad she's alive in Walter's Den. <laughs> Honestly. 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 <laughs> Man, what a good film. What a funny movie. It was, it
0: was refreshing.
1: It was refreshing. Like a glass of lemonade. After uh, having
0: watched Night at the Museum. this was this was much better much better for both Amy Adams and us
1: hey listen yes (laughs) (laughs) we redeemed our heroine but don't you fret my pet because we have Night at the Museum 3 to come and watch oh gosh not anytime (laughs) soon please thanks anytime soon how about our Christmas (laughs) episode no we have to do it at like episode 93 don't Trust me. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Um, like we made of a quick... Well, hold on. Hold on. You can... Now the Museum 3. Da-da-da-da. All that can get cut. But, Elene, hmm Thank you for doing this episode with me. Thank you too, Stephanie. It was a nightmare. And it was a wild ride. And I think it's perfect for our summer send-off. Yeah. Indeed. Uh... <laughs> episodes for the upcoming like for our next our for our our, our our upcoming episodes over the coming weeks are going to be a little different yeah um they're gonna be shorter yes and they're going to be fun stories we tell each other yes uh, we'll have one episode where it's me telling Elena a story and the other week where it'll be Elena telling me a story and we'll laugh and we'll have a good time. And then we should be back to our regularly scheduled programs in September. Yes. yes. I think so. I think so. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to go take a summer holiday. Um, I'm going to celebrate becoming a museum educator yes. and then is going home yes so it'll be good it'll be great indeed we're you're You're
0: gonna have such a good time yes yes I can't wait (laughs) 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 one more week
1: one day more it'll be great um once we get back and we get back into the whole programming we'll probably have uh a lot to disclose a lot to share We've got some big fall plans. We've got some big uh, two-year anniversary plans coming up. So we just want to say thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to us ramble on for hours.
1: (laughs) Hey, listen. Uh, We appreciate it. And we would do it without you. But we appreciate (laughs) you being here. (laughs) Yes, 100%. Oh, man. And and, I truly... Truly. You're going to have so much fun. So are you. Yeah. I did it. You did it. I did it. (laughs) We're all Um, proud of you. I'm crying (laughs) in the club. Nice. I'm going to go get into a bar fight with the owner. Get it. Throw a painting over his head. Yes. Like a true anarchist. Like a true... (laughs) like a true anarchist (laughs) any any final thoughts final words final updates um
0: I don't know (laughs) um the next few episodes are gonna be shorter but they're gonna be very fun um we've got some good things waiting for you guys And it's only going to get better and better. So so make sure to stick around. And otherwise,
1: for defamation of artistic character, uh, dragging Andy Warhol, updates, newsletters, transcripts, blog posts, and more, head on over to our website at bywartpod.com. You can
0: also find us on Instagram at BYWartpod.
1: Or on Twitter at BYWartpod.
0: You can also email us at bywartpod at gmail.com.
1: And, of course, you can check us out on Patreon. Our Patreon is the best way to support us if you like the work that we're doing here at Bywap. Come say hi. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. God, please, please respect the boundaries of countries opening up <laughs> and worlds becoming united. Get the stick and poke. Yeah.
0: Don't steal artworks from your wife oh <laughs> and uh yeah don't get too cocky
1: don't do it and remember
0: when in doubt titty out moly sexy sexy <laughs> sexy <laughs> thanks All right, guys y'all, thank you thank bye. you bye